We're not against rap. We're not against rappers. But we are against those. Something big about to happen. I hear the beat tapping. We some fly rum and felines rapping on the track. Better yet, grab a gat, cause we hot like. And so, doors closed, windows up, cause that's the way we like to ride. Windy City hitting. Check mic 1212. We live, baby. Good morning. What's up, y'all? Um, welcome back to an episode of Speak Your Mind. Hey. <laughs> Today is Mother's Day, so I'm going to say first, Happy Mother's Day, Mom. I love you so much. And this episode is definitely for you, girl. Hey. <laughs> okay, guys, let's get into it and everything like that. Um, this is a Mother's Day episode from my mom. I love her so much, guys. And the reason why I wanted to like uh, do this episode is because of this. When we were kids, my mom used to always tell me and my siblings, don't worry about it. Don't buy me nothing. Make me something. Save your money. And this would go for any occasion, whether it was her birthday or... Um, Christmas or um, Valentine's Day, anything like that. She always said, keep your money in your pocket and go make me something. So that's what we did, you know. Um, I remember making my mom tons of uh, $2 cards. When I say $2 cards, I mean like construction paper and me doodling on them or something, you know, all the way up until like basically now. Um, I've recorded poetry from my mom and you know like a song and gave it to her um what else did I do for my mother I did a lot of different uh stuff you know just made little stuff for her and everything like that so that's what she wished for that's what she got and until this day I'm damn near 40 years old still making my mama shit (laughs) I'm making her shit right now this is her episode I'm making it for her you know and um let me kind of you know touch on who my mom is as a person my mom's thoughtful my mom's kind my mom's sincere my mom's genuine and my mom's good-hearted you know she's a well-rounded person however the woman is private honey 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 like (laughs) if we were the same person she wouldn't be doing what I'm doing right now because she's so private like yo Mom doesn't want us to tell her business to nobody. I mean, ever since we were little, you know, don't tell your friends my business. I'm like, okay. You know, all the way until, like, just don't talk about me, period. And so it, it had really been like that since we were kids all the way up until now to the point where last Mother's Day, last year, I had to sneak literally pictures of her from over the past years, you know, probably like the past decade and what I did was I made a collage of um pictures of her hairstyles that she had over you know many years ago um she went from an afro to dreads to uh press and curl honey to um, um, um very short haircuts like a pixie cut you know just everything you can freaking think of whatever kind of hairstyle my mama had it you know and I wanted to pay tribute to her because that's where I get my creativity from when I do my hairstyles you know what I'm saying I get that from her you know so I put that up on my social media accounts right 
and I told you my mom's private, so uh, she um, found out through somebody else. Somebody else said, uh, you know that your daughter put up pictures of you, and my mom freaked the freak out, like, what? She damn near cussed my ass out, y'all. <laughs> I'm talking about something serious, too, and so I had to take all of that, and then when she finally got through, I'm like, mom, you have to understand, like, this is what people do, you know, they, you know, pay tribute to their mothers if they love them, you know, and I did that to, for you online, because I wanted everybody to see how beautiful my mom was, you know, and so she, she, I guess she understood or whatever, so, you know, I ended up keeping it up there, but that was last year, so this year is something different and everything like that, um, and just to touch bases on kind of, like, who my mother is, my mom is really, she would give the, the 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 clothes off her back to you if she could. If she saw that you needed help, she would help you. Mom's really kind like that. She has a really good heart. And she never, you know, abandons people. Um, she she understands that people are human and then, you know, and then some, you know, make mistakes, blah, blah, blah. You know, my mom is just a really good person, like. And I probably get that aspect from her too, just, you know, coming off as sincere and kind and stuff. And I'm only saying that because that's what I see in my mother, you know what I'm saying? So, um, and she's smart too. She's very intelligent. So, um, I guess it's time for me to get into the story. Um, yeah, my mom's dirty little secret. <laughs> so one day, um, I woke up in the morning and I didn't get my normal quote unquote phone call from her. And she texted me, which was not out the normal. She's like, okay, it's cool, you know, you can text. But we text for about maybe four or five days in a row without any communication over the phone. And I thought that was strange, you know? I'm like, what is going on? So day six, day seven came. That's a full week, y'all. And I talked to my mom every single day. So this didn't happen this time. Seven days went by without me speaking to her. And I'm like, mom, like through text, like what is going on? And she's like, you know, saying nothing or whatever. I'm like, mom, please call me. I demanded her to pick up that phone and call me. And I said, if you're not going to call me, I'm going to call you, you know, because she just did the texting thing. And I dealt with that for a week. And after that, stuff didn't start to feel right. So I ended up calling her. And when she picked up the phone, I knew something was wrong. I could hear it in her voice. And I said, Ma, what's wrong? and then she said I'm sick I said sick now you know all kinds of shit going through my mind at this point you know this is uncertain times we're living in um, we're, this is a straight pandemic we're living in and so the first thing to go to my head is like you sick what you mean you sick feel me she started telling me, you know, her symptoms and everything. And her symptoms consisted of a high fever. A fever was like over uh, 102 degrees. That's a lot, yo. 
um, she told me she had chills and night sweats and hallucinations. Like for the people that really understand what this shit is, you know what I'm talking about then, you know? And she said, I think I got it. I think I got the virus. I'm like, what? So I started looking up stuff and everything. Lord and behold, (laughs) she was right. She did have it. But the question was like, why aren't you going to the hospital? Like what is going on? And she said to me, I never forget it either. She said, I never, I I didn't go to the hospital because nobody would have been here to take care of your brother. My brother's 10 years old, guys. She said, nobody nobody could take care of him like I take care of him. So uh, that's why I didn't go to the hospital. And I was just like, so like in shock and in awe at the same time, if that makes sense. Because what person you know would sacrifice literally their own life to take care of someone else? I mean, I get it too. You know, because at this point, we're all social distancing. Like, it is like, who's going to be there for him and everything. It was just sad. And she told me, um... She told me a lot of stuff or whatever. Like she just had to um basically fend for herself and take care of herself. And and I'm like, why how did you get sick and everything? And she told me. She said, I think it's just um, you know, just me being out a lot and around people. Because I remember when she was out a lot, like, you know, at the stores and stuff like that, she told me, like, okay, I gotta get in the house. And stay in the house for a couple of days, you know, and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay. But I guess she was a, a little bit too late or whatever. Because by the time she set her ass down in the house, the sickness started coming over her body. And it's crazy. She had muscle pains, aches, high fevers, just everything. Mm, mm, mm. Everything you can think about, right? And I'm just like sitting here listening to her. So now that I know or whatever, let me tell you what happened over the course of the next 30 days. She still didn't go to the hospital. She self-quarantined herself for thir- uh, for um for 14 days, right? Feel me? For 14 days, like the news suggested. The only and then she said she didn't go to the hospital too, because. One of the symptoms that she did not have was the fact of her still being able to breathe. That was a big factor because you have a lot of people in New York that were standing in long lines and uh, for the ER to go in the ER because they thought they had the virus. I'm not making fun of them. I'm saying they thought they had the virus, but bitch, if you can breathe, why the fuck you got your ass in line, standing in line next to other motherfuckers that's sick too? Like the fuck? Like, that makes no sense to me or whatever. So, you know what I'm saying? Just us paying attention to the news and stuff like that made her realize, like, hmm, you know, I better not go to these hospitals because the, the virus is dormant within the hospital, period. And she's right. That's why the nurses and the doctors are putting their line, their lives on the line every single day, dealing with folks that won't listen 
some people they just get it and they do listen but they I don't know you know what I mean it's just really sad and everything so I understood that so she self-quarantined herself for 14 days and after 14 days some people's stories is different she still wasn't better she was not better at all so I say on day 15 or something like that, I maybe would be wrong or whatever, because I did call and check on her. Not call, I had to text her because she was so weak, she couldn't answer her phone. I texted her and checked on her. But there was this one night, guys, that she completely lost it, meaning she fell out her bed. And then I know there was, she, she told me the story, there was a loud bang and she was unconscious on the floor in a pool of her sweat. And her husband had to find her like that and he made her go to the fucking hospital. She said he was fumbling around with his phone trying to figure out what to do and he said, no, you're going to the hospital, you're going to the fucking hospital, period. And so she ended up going to the hospital and they gave her something. They, they checked her chest and she could still breathe. You know what I'm saying? Her her um lung capacity, her lung oxygen was perfect. That's a miracle. Because if you're if you are positive for COVID-19, but you can still breathe, it's a respiratory um, you know infection or whatever so but if you could still breathe that's a miracle you know which is why she didn't go to the hospital in the first place because she felt obligated to take care of my 10 year old brother period you know so when she came back from the hospital i mean she didn't even stay overnight because like i said she could breathe um they gave i think they gave her some type of z pack or something and she started to get a little bit better but here's the narrative that spins. The the news say self-quarantine yourself for 14 days. It took my mother over 30 days. I think this is day day like day like 40 or something like that. Like literally, it's like day 40 for her. But she hasn't coughed in over 17 days. You know, coughing is a symptom too. You know, dry or loose, a fucking cough, you know. So I praise God that he um, gave my mom another chance. And that's why this mother day, this excuse me, this Mother's Day is very special to me because my mom beat COVID-19's ass. <laughs> Was it easy? No, but she did it though. And that's why I don't understand some people out there that don't have their mothers voluntarily or involuntarily you know if your mother is still alive and she's as wonderful as my mom <laughs> you have no reason not to say you don't have a mother you know this is a pandemic we're going through you really see people's uh selfishness you know what i'm saying and you still see people being petty like you hold grudges toward individuals that probably haven't done anything wrong to you i mean you know you know who you are out there you know you can't pick up the phone and call and ask how you're doing or are you okay like a genuine like are you okay you 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 so you you that goddamn selfish and inconsiderate 
yeah, you, you sound like a piece of shit too to me. I mean, I'm just saying like, just, it's just like crazy or whatever. I, 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 me, myself personally, I picked up the phone like a lot of times to call different individuals to make sure they were good and haven't gotten, you know, that same uh, reciprocation back from them, which is not saying I'm something I'm looking for, but at the same time, bitch, we in a pandemic. What's up with you? (laughs) But anyway, that's not what I'm here for. I'm not talking about anybody or whatever. I just want to get my mom's story out. And so I'm going to end this segment with um, my mom says it's not. (laughs) <laughs> a poem but her doodling whatever like there's another part of my creativity I get from her but um she did write in her journal she journaled like she was Anne Frank in the attic during the holocaust you feel me journaling her her journey through uh the COVID-19 and um she was kind enough to share um a piece of her journal with me so again I hope she don't be mad but I love you mom <laughs> okay So here it is. Reckless behavior by people during a pandemic, planning and attending house parties, large gatherings, protesting without masks with mouths, flying wide open while carrying guns, rifles, pistols, chanting, open up our states, open up our country hosting and attending poker games with five to seven people who sit in close proximity of over over one another without mask is not i repeat is not a trait of human nature as some would imply or hell <laughs> even say let's call this just plain old human stupidity Of course, unless I'm the one or possibly, and I use this term loosely, someone I care deeply about is fighting for their life, exactly. Fighting not to take their last breath. Fighting not to see their past. Images of life flash before their eyes like a a bolt of lightning. All while trying to comprehend why me why me people as we are called just don't seem to care about themselves let anyone else let alone anyone else human nature suggests profilification and self-preservation not self-emulation so i ask where do we stand in all of this even better where do you fit in? Yeah, that was deep. Um, my mom's basically saying that, um, yeah, Americans aren't taking this um, virus seriously. You know, the experts and the scientists say that, I'm just going to say right now, that this, this is going to go on for a good three years or whatever, you know. Um you, we don't necessarily beat viruses like that. They're still dormant and lie around and stuff like that, you know. Just like HIV hadn't gone anywhere. I mean, people would still be infected with HIV, you know. We just learn to live with it. So this is one of those things where we're going to have to learn to live with it, you know. Because it's going to be a long time. Even if the economy does open back up, you know, because it's losing money. And the government doesn't want to pay us any more stimulus checks, honey. 
they do not want to take care of our people period you know and it's just it's gonna be a third and second wave spikes because these young people out here are out here still partying like it ain't nobody's business um all huddled up together leaning on uh like get your ass off me i just can't even think about somebody let alone giving them a handshake no more honey like get the fuck away from me like six give me 60 feet fuck six feet give me 60 feet because i wouldn't watch my mother get sick and go through this shit and unfortunately we as humans like we it, it don't phase us unless it's happening directly to us not even somebody we know that's how selfish people are but anyway like i said i'm not here to bring no negativity or no drama or nothing like that from other sources of individuals but this here is for my mama so you know i love you mom forget anybody that ever did you wrong forget anybody that ignored you blah blah blah. you know i'm here for you and my little brother is here for you and that's the only family you should be worried about because we definitely are here for you and and this thing together i love you mom and take care and have a great and blessed mother's day peace I want to take this time to <laughs> talk about a very special young lady in my life. <laughs> my mama. That's right. <laughs> Such a beautiful lady. And I, I thank God for giving me such an amazing mother and best friend. See, I count on her through thick and then now let me take you back to 1998 when floppy disks were still in computers and me sitting at a desk full of students and I was acting a pure fool <laughs> but you always taught me how to use my common sense and never let another talk down on me because she had taken all the talk downs and beat downs from a nigga called the line cheetah <laughs> but that's another story now back to my mama <laughs> she she always been my rock my fortress my mama is straightforward no chaser don't sugarcoat shit we'll see right through it girl watch your mouth but mama i'm just talking about you girl my sunshine my earth thing the rose in the middle of the concrete and we her offspring little baby sharp thorns getting into mad fights in grammar school parent teacher conference more frequently because someone yelled out yo mama and i went off instantly defending the honor of a nubian black queen because i so appreciated the throne that she gave me silent nights memories of a 90s late december stranded on the side of the road together grew up in 
watch God perform even more miracles. That late 90s summer drug overdose. Sitting in the library of a black and white hospital. Asking my big mama, can I see you? So I can tell you that everything is going to be all right. No mistake made without purpose. Taught me how to turn my cloudy days into sunny ones to last the rest of my life. Through the cosmic galaxies and milky ways we go, our love transcends all through time. <laughs> because you are <laughs> my mommy. And I'm hard just like you, so, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> This is probably going to be the only time that you're going to hear me say this, but, man, I love you, Mommy. Girl, bye.